Our world is hurting. Something's broken in this world. Some twisted thing has infected the human heart, almost every human heart, bar the heart of Jesus and his Holy Mother. And that infection reaches its diabolic maturity in the great evils of human history and those in our own day too. But in the beginning, it was not so. Last Sunday in the homily, I spoke about how in the beginning we were made good by our good God who declared everything he made to be very good. And today we move on to the question, what is wrong with us? How did it all turn so sour? How have we been so captured by evil? In the beginning, we were created good, made in the image and likeness of God, who breathed his spirit into human beings in a way that he did not do for all other creatures. And God gave those first people dominion over everything else. That word dominion actually means lordship. So Adam and Eve, made in God's image and likeness, ruled over all creation in the name of God and under God's authority. And this is no small thing. But from that glorious beginning, we had an enemy. And very quickly he went to work, opposing God and God's greatest creation in the physical universe, human beings. And we know that story reasonably well. The devil, as a serpent, entices our first parents to eat of the forbidden fruit which God had commanded them not to eat or they would die. They ate it and while they did not physically die right away, they immediately died spiritually, meaning that the light and life of God's grace was extinguished in their perfect and beautiful souls. Later, they would undergo physical death too, but that is a consequence of the far more serious spiritual death which changes everything for them. No longer are they held in the loving hands of God. They have, in a sense, handed themselves into the hands of a tyrant, the devil, though they and we always belong to God first. They chose freely to disobey God and believe and follow the lies of the enemy. They were free to choose, but they're not free from the consequences of their choice. With sin, death arrives on the scene. Death, which was never in God's original intention when he created all things good and to have life. When they sinned, they placed themselves now under the dominion, authority of the evil one. And therefore, he now had dominion over it all. He was given it by those who had that authority legitimately from God. They gave it away and gave themselves away, and they and all their descended, descendants, ourselves included, have been paying the price ever since. St. Paul in the second reading today sums up our predicament well when he writes, Sin entered the world through one man, and through sin death, thus death has spread through the whole human race. And he goes on to contrast the reign of death and the reign of life in Christ. The biblical understanding of sin and death is not just that these are things which afflict us, but in some way they are powers at work over us, reigning a terrible and dark reign over us all. 
So through that original sin, the devil gets his hands on this good world because he captures and enslaves the first man and woman who were ruling it in God's name. In these days, we mark one year since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And if you think back, what was the first thing that the Russian the Russians sought to do? They sought to take the capital, Kiev. Now, we know they didn't. They were repelled. But they understood if they took the capital, they would have the whole country. And that, in a certain sense, is what the enemy does. He understood, if I can take out Adam and Eve, I get it all. And then, as with everything the enemy touches, things turn dark, deadly, evil, and ever more distant from God. It's called original sin not just because it was the first sin, but because it was the origins of every other sin that ever followed. In the Gospels, Jesus refers to the enemy as the prince of this world. And at his temptation in the desert, the devil shows Jesus all the kingdoms of the world and says to him, If you bow down and worship me, I will give you all this power and the glory of these kingdoms. And in St. Luke's version of this scene, the devil adds this little note, For it has been handed over to me, and I give it to anyone I choose. Well, who handed these kingdoms and that authority to him? Adam, by his sin. By their own free choice, Adam and Eve sold themselves and all their descendants into slavery, where sin and death lorded over us. They would not accept God's rule, and so they had to submit to the evil one's rule. They were created good by a good God, but now they found themselves captured by the enemy who hates every fibre of our being with a ferocity which our human minds cannot fathom. He is without pity and without hesitation he would gladly wipe us off the face of the earth if such power were allowed him by God, but it's not. Now all of that is the bad news. Mankind is captured, enslaved and in need of being rescued. And next Sunday, the homily will speak about that need of being saved. That's the good news. Jesus coming to the rescue. When we see the bad news, we must never forget the good news of Jesus Christ. And a final point. God addresses Adam and Eve after their fall. He didn't stop loving them. Sin separated them from God, but did not separate God from them. He comes looking for them in their sin, and he is always on the lookout for us too. Sin changed their attitude to God, but it doesn't change God's attitude to them, nor to us. He is loving mercy, and in his great mercy, even after the fall, he makes a promise to them that though a war would be ongoing between the serpent and the woman's offspring, a day would come when her offspring would finally crush the head of the serpent. And that's in the book of Genesis, right after the first sin. God gives this announcement of good news, and that's why it's called traditionally the proto-gospel. The gospel in seed form, right there at the very beginning, there will be a day when the offspring of the woman and we know that offspring being Jesus, will come to crush the proud head of the serpent. And that day did come with the arrival of the Lord Jesus. It's Lent, but allow me to remind you of the words of an old 
Christmas carol about the good news that God has a plan and that he has put that plan into action. The carol states, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay, for Jesus Christ our Saviour was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Glad tidings of comfort and joy. Glad tidings of comfort and joy. Glad tidings. Good news indeed. Where do we come from? We were created good by God. What's wrong with us? We were captured and enslaved by the enemy. Who will set things right? Next Sunday, we will look at the mission of Jesus, the one who came to save us, the one who rescues us, the one who sets us free.